Who's sleeping with who and who's excited to see Betty Who? It's the finale of Fire Island. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hello, Fire Island viewers and friends here at After Buzz TV. Hey. We're rolling in. Betty Who? <laughs> Can't believe the song's like three years old. Isn't I it? know. Or maybe yeah, older than that. That's insane. Oh, I love that look. Well, welcome to the show. We're going to get into the finale and all that and more. I'm your host, it's Grant's Rants on Twitter, and I'm coming from the podcast, Grant's Rants Hollywood Talk, and I have two gentlemen to break down who's sleeping with who and, and, and who's angry and who really isn't on tonight's show, joining me tonight. Hey guys, Oliver here. You can follow me on all social media platforms at Ollie Dreamer. Hey guys, Jesse D'Angelo here. Missed you last week. You guys can keep up with me everywhere at Jesse J. D'Angelo. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> we are coming off. We are coming off of all the the drama from the previous episode that Ali and I covered here last week, and you know they picked up kind of like at the the breaking points, the big dramatic moments of Cheyenne getting upset, and so now they're they're regrouping after this, and Cheyenne and his boyfriend Kyle have a have a moment together, and this is where Kyle says that he had to really hold back. <laughs> At the dinner, and I was like, I don't know what are the stakes of this show. What are the stakes? Like, I'm just trying to think. Like, you know, I mean, I got look. And this, we'll, we'll get into the whole thing in a minute. But literally, these guys are just casually sleeping around. So when you're in a relationship, and there's all these stakes of like, oh my god, this Gigi Chi and your boyfriend, when everyone's having sex constantly, when they're not seeing any of it, what is the that like? Who cares? It's very frustrating for us. It's like, did he sleep with them or not? Because we're not seeing anything. But what difference does it make if they're sleeping with... They were everyone sleeping with everybody on this show, so who cares? I mean, which is what the people want to see. It's like, yeah, I yeah, want to see. I want then, trashy reality. Yeah, exactly. but, but then don't be whoring around Fire Island and then say, "Oh, you know what? I'm in a very committed, serious, long-term relationship." And you know, this you know, I, I just can't imagine him thinking that I would be unfaithful. I mean, come on, you know, it's like, are you like devout or are you a whore? <laughs> That's a very good question. <laughs> That's the question of the night. Are you devout or are you a whore? Leave us a comment below. <laughs> I, wish we had, I wish we did that Twitter poll. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, Lord. Anyway, I know, this show, just, I've reached my point. You know, I, I went on a tweet today. I was like, I have no time for BS, and I'm in a picture of a mood. So get ready. <laughs> Um, Grant is here to divulge tonight. Yeah, I just had to have some fun. Uh, so <laughs> after all this fallout, blink and you miss it because it's a new day. <laughs> We're jumping into a brand new day. And um, Jorge is sleeping around and uh-huh. he's acting out. Uh, as we're told by Kassan, because he's upset that his boyfriend didn't say that he loved him and he hasn't been in touch with him and it's been a, a long summer with no contact. So Jorge storms into the house looking like a hot mess, post-sex, and um, he said that he came from his second mistress's place. And it was really cool to see that footage, that like the overhead camera, the, Finally. the night vision that we've been wanting to see. So I was like, oh my God, they actually like had cameras other than like, you know, actual cameramen. So yeah. I was like, huh. All that did was enrage me because now I know that they had access to night cams the whole time. And this is the first we're seeing of it. There were so many other moments where they could have filled in blanks with Mm -hmm. some great footage a la the real world. They could only afford one (laughs) One camera in one room, maybe. I don't know. know. Well, um, then an odd moment. 
Austin, who we've seen nothing of, J- J- uh, Justin's boyfriend, oh, yeah. is now going to be on everyone's shirt, and they all have to wear <laughs> this face and a very unflattering photo. That would have been it. The relationship would have been over. <laughs> an unflattering photo like that of me ironed onto his shirt, and you're and we're on national TV, over. You would have turned right around. Yeah. Hop no. back on that ferry. Yeah, I, my, my standards are just way too high. <laughs> Um, uh, so Cheyenne is pissed at Patrick, and, and that's a recurring theme throughout the whole episode. But <laughs> there's, there, you know, it's from the night before. They're really upset, and you know, having Chris involved, and you know, all of that. Which they never did. Chris and Cheyenne ever have a moment? No. They, they never like had a moment where like, all right, look, we're cool. You no, know, we're they didn't. It was just like a oh, cut to. Which would have been really yeah. interesting to see. I'm surprised the producers didn't like, oh, hey, why don't you go talk to Chris? And blah, blah, That's that would, what I don't yeah. get. Yeah. There's but so Patrick- many of those oppor- missed opportunities that I'm seeing. First mm-hmm. of all, I said it to you guys when we were watching because I wasn't here last week. But when I caught up, my first thought was, Chris should have been on the show from the beginning. He cried five minutes into dinner. That was great. I'm like, <laughs> this is the TV I want to see. I know. He's so Fantastic. good too. And he actually has connections so. to a couple of the guys. Mm-hmm. All the guys are like... So I kind of know Kassan through this person that I met one time. He actually has direct connections with a couple <laughs> of the guys. Like, he should have been in there, too. I'm looking up Kassan because I want to know if he really moved to New York because that's what came up next was this big moment. Is he is he going to or is he not? And yes, apparently, according to Fire Island on Logo, he is. And um, I, I was like, I don't know, with someone like that, I feel like it's so common for people, especially of means, and when you're traveling with, you know, as a dancer, mm-hmm. it's so easy to do the LA, New York back yeah. and forth. I don't know if, if it's worth leaving his mother and all the people that he, he said that he built his life there behind to go to New York when you can go, like, once yeah. every two months. Right. Or even if it makes a huge Huge difference I wish announcing I it because you're constantly traveling all the time. So right. it's like, are you moving? You're just, you know, get get two apartments, like a timeshare or something. You know, I so wish I could do like just that. Yeah, I'm sure Kassan has more. He has the money than I do. Yeah, I don't know. It's just all a lot of like promotional logo pictures on here, and then like some modeling pictures. It doesn't <laughs> say anything about New York, so I don't know. We'll have to wait and find out if you're interested. Let's Season two, and we'll find out <laughs> if there <Yeah>. is one. <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, you guys didn't seem too excited about season two possibility. I, no, I'm, well, I'm already busy. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I mean, realistically, for logo, not even for here, not even for the after show. I meant for logo. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. To be determined. Kassan, uh, Oh, yeah, he's moving. We know that. Fabio shows up in a very odd cut. It's like you know. Oh, let's just look out at the water, and then it's like a random like jump cut. Or a different angle to Fabio <laughs> appearing on the beach with one bag. And, um, you know, of course, Jorge ran into his arms mm-hmm. and, you know, it was a reunion moment. Not, not, would not have happened. Grant, tell us what you would have done. I would have, he would have ran up to me and he would have met my head and slapped the shit out of that guy. <laughs> I'm serious. He never. He embarrassed him on television. Did not say after. After Jorge said "I love you" three times, didn't say anything, and they didn't make the effort to go there all summer. There was no contact. They didn't see each other. They said for three months, and and on top of it, he goes, "Oh yeah, no, there were no boys. Well, I didn't have any sex for three months in Ibiza." Yeah, all right. And so Jorge came clean. <laughs> Jorge came clean about his, his sexual past, including that very day. <laughs> when he slept with two people all night long, uh, but you know, but this was then this is the love of his life, apparently. Yeah. But it, was he thinking about that twelve hours earlier when he was horizontal? I don't think so. I mean, maybe he was. 
I don't. It's but he like, was very but forthcoming. But it's like, this is what I mean. The truth. He told them right away. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, there was a long pause, and then he was like, you know, like, my Italian is yeah. just, um, Oh, no, tell it, us. Tell us the accent. It, that's um, the only other one I remember. I it remember. came <laughs> off as if, like, what's his, Fabio? Like, as if this was, like, nothing new, you know? Because he just right. came off like, oh, like, he wasn't like, Classic Jorge. <gasps> right. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, they, he didn't even flinch. Like, they so, actually like, grabbed him a little bit and was just like, you know, like, oh, well, I'm here. Or they should just have, like, an open relationship or something. I feel bad for Fabio because, like, it's very biased that, uh, Jorge gets to sleep around, but Fabio doesn't. Oh, Unless, I, I maybe Fabio, did. maybe, yeah. So he yeah. could have been in Ibiza. Well, he told him the truth right away, but then immediately almost didn't want a reaction. He was like, but you know, like, you put me through, like, really hard times. Like, <laughs> you, you know, like, I FaceTime you and I say I love you, like, a thousand times, and, you know, so he's well, like, here's Jorge, the truth, and he's like, don't Jorge's talk, though. on the podcast right now. He's here. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Jorge. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Probably butchered that. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't know. This is what I mean. It's like all of us, all is forgiven with these two, mm-hmm. and they're the loves of each other's lives. But they, you know, I'm sure the other one, Fabio's been sleeping around, and if he hasn't, he's been a terrible boyfriend for three months, as we've been told. This is what mm-hmm. we've been yeah. told. Not really even. I can't even say shown because we're just, you know, those talking heads are just coming at us. Yeah. <laughs> we're being told exactly. Like, what they to literally think. say well, two words, and then they can just go back to the scene. And it's just yeah. funny how like logo. Sorry, Logo. But, like, they try to make this scene, like, so, like, romantic in the sunset, yet, like, they just, like, Jorge, like, just bang someone. Exactly. Like, That's what I want to slap that guy. <laughs> so, so now you decide take to the show rose, up. Take the flowers first, and then you yeah. can slap now, him with the like, Now you decide to show up at the, after the end, after you ignored me for three months, and we're supposed to be in a relationship? Get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You're done. So you need me on the show, Grant. This is why, I know, but this is why I'm single. <laughs> this is why I don't put myself through this. Um, which is, uh, my own problem, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, you know, there's positives and negatives to it all, but it's also like I don't have to go through a lot of this bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. at the same time, there's a price to be paid, I guess. So, yeah, that's it. The, uh, you know, Hori did own up to, like you said, he really did say what he did. Um, and Justin, then we, then we take, a, like, a complete right turn, and Justin meets an old gay couple. <laughs> and, okay, was that the couple that was on episode, like, two or three? Because oh, they had another... With the art talk. show. Was it? Or maybe maybe he met them at the art show. I, I wonder. And I'm still thrown off by that couple. They, did they, they go met on a boat with yacht. them? <laughs> maybe. I don't know. It wasn't relevant. Yeah. <laughs> couple when they were trying to, yes. you know, teach so, us about how Fire Island used to be, yeah, like on they, an earlier oh, episode. I think, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think it was like, this was similar, and it's just like they're learning about the history yeah, of the island. Because at first I thought this is really random. Like, what? What's this? Proving, especially after the whole Jorge. But I guess maybe if he knew him earlier. I don't know. I don't know. The only thing I can think of is it's some producer trying to be like, okay, we're going to pay homage to the LGBT community somehow through this, having this this platform. With the older couple? Yeah. Like, I feel like they're trying to. The older couple, yeah, I thought that was my favorite part of the show. I mean, obviously, it's supposed to be more fun and party aspect, but for you to get like a little historical lesson, why not? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just. A little out of place because the, the, the way you the thought show so. Was, I didn't think so. Just the way it was dropped in there. I did. I mean, I liked that it was in the show, but I don't think it was. Well, they should have given it more it of a moment. Yeah, because it was. It was like that. Exactly. There and gone. I don't think it was executed very well. But it was nice if they were attempting yeah. to pay like homage, like you said, to like the older LGBT. Generation. Well, and also when Brandon talked about the way things are now, where he was like, "Oh, wait, they had to go in the." Um, 
the meat rack and they had to do all these types of things. Oh, yeah. And he was like kind of selfish millennial. No offense, but he was yeah. a selfish yeah. millennial. So I thought that's kind of what it showed. We're like meeting people so much easier with like yeah. apps and like, you know. Right. But I think you got to, I think with the tone of the show, it's just, it's just tough to jump from yeah. what, history to, mm-hmm. I, you know, who's sleeping with who. Because I said I would love to see more of that, but it's like as a, sh- like you said, overall tone pick. Do you want it to be a docuseries or a trash reality that's show? What I'm mm-hmm. saying. You know, you can't yeah. have like this like contrived moment of drama and then this really great yeah, sit down exactly. like you said it was a nice moment well, but, but. You, yeah I, mean, I think you can to have something like this in the show with the drama and all that but I think there has to be a build up or a moment or you have to come down you have to at mm-hmm. least close the chapter on one thing and then have yeah, a moment it's like housewives they've got you know you've got some light hijink scenes and then you've got the, 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 the intense stuff and then you've got the ridiculous fights and it kind of has a flow to it and this show just just no just fluidity do it. no we've said this from day one with the show yeah. so um, but yeah, the, nevertheless, they covered it. Patrick and Brandon. I, I wonder if that had to do with the cast members, though, too. Like, did, who did you guys think all fell short this season? Like half of, half of them fell short. I would say Kassan. Yeah, I wrote it down. Kassan, uh, Brandon. I seen Kassan on the J Lo had a reality show, and he was on that. He was much more entertaining, so he definitely fell a little short on the season. Yeah, too. he seems a lot more like. Uh, uh, aware of his actions, yeah. and yeah. Ju- Justin, we should have seen more from Justin too. Yeah, I yeah. like Justin, but he's not that interesting, like for yeah. reality television. But right. I, I love Justin. I think he's a Kassan is interesting in the fact and just in his line his of past. work. And I just feel like, yeah, it, you know, he has he's all the a ingredients. Very successful career. He's very successful, but yeah, we didn't really. But see on camera, much. he it doesn't do anything for me personally. Yeah. Yeah, Justin, I liked, but I think Justin was just too normal. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's just like a regular guy. So, um, I don't know. And I think Brandon, I wish Brandon had more personality, you know? Yeah. Unless. They kind of painted him with the brushes, just like the the young guy who's going to screw around, you know? We didn't mm-hmm. really learn much about him. Uh, but yeah, I think that's what you know, it, it wasn't yeah. very three-dimensional with him. Yeah. But Patrick and Brandon are sitting down on the bed, and Patrick says that um, no one says anything. They just see what they say, see what they see, and they don't call anybody out. And that he really feels for Kyle, Cheyenne's boyfriend. And, uh, of course, they're all alluding to Cheyenne, you know, apparently, allegedly sleeping around. And um, Patrick says that he sh- he saw Cheyenne himself screw that guy, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering, like, what the scene was. And um, Patrick says that he knows that Cheyenne cheated, but um, only the house... And then, but Brandon says the house knowing is enough. Like it doesn't need to go on from there. Are you laughing at me? I, no, he's like, I hope. I just picture like Patrick just watching them screw, like and, like a voyeur. The way you said it was just. Oh my god. Anyway, come on. Well, sorry. that's what he said. Um, and so yeah, so Brandon's like, well, the house just knows, and that's enough. He was really trying to get out of it, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, so Patrick wants to call it out. Patrick's definitely stirring the pot at this mm-hmm. point. And I mean, really, it's like a little contrived to me because I feel like Patrick is such a go with the flow, go with the wind type person. Why would he care? Okay, I know you guys will get it. I don't know if anyone listening will get it, but um, Patrick for me was giving me severe Rinna vibes, Lisa Rinna. Like he was stirring the pot like Lisa does, almost in a way like you can just tell she's like, I really gotta make the drama so I can like stay on the show. It almost mm-hmm. seemed like he was like, I gotta, I gotta bring the drama. And like you said, he didn't yeah. start out that way, so it just seemed very contrived from the, even the last episode yeah, I into just don't this. Know why someone of his, you know, spirit, you know, and just being so go with the flow would really even be bothered worrying about someone else's relationship that he doesn't even care about either of them. Mm-hmm. But I think he kind of feels like he lost the battle, the last battle from the episode, so he has to make up for it by exposing uh, him, you know? Uh, um, yeah, I get I get a vendetta. I get, they mm-hmm. even said that in the show. I get that. 
But even his his interviews, the tone changed. Like it used to be him being like, I don't know what the big deal is. I had some people over. And then everything we've been seeing recently is like, I told you, Cheyenne, you don't want to come for me. (laughs) I'm like, this is so unnatural for him. I know. He even got really manipulative with Brandon and said, oh, you know, he calls you a whore. You know, he's been running around all summer and calling you names, making fun of you, sleeping around. And he's the one doing the same thing. Are you going to let him get away with that? It's like Mm -hmm. that really is like a mind game. Yeah. That's like what the producers would do. (laughs) So I was like, oh, okay. Uh, So Cheyenne enters this bedroom scene, and um, Cheyenne says that he is not, oh, well, apparently he's not being accused, as as Patrick said. I'm not accusing you of anything, (laughs) but, um, you know, he was, he say, but he does know that you hooked up with, Patrick did know that he hooked up with Alex. He did. Alex is really cute, by the way. I will say that. Yes. Very cute. And, uh, <laughs> so uh, then that's when Cheyenne says that he is under attack. And I'm like, okay. I was, do his voice. Do his voice, Jesse. Wh- whose voice? Cheyenne's. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> do it. What if I can do it? I think I can do Cheyenne. I forget what he... I for, you, so he's, he's, I'm under attack and this is uh, a vendetta. Oh, no. When he was, when he was like... Um, he was like, are you kidding me? It was like yes, so strange because yes, yes, yes. I love his raspy voice. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just so strange. It sounded <laughs> yeah, like tired screeching. You like, can are do, you yeah. kidding me? I like could feel his veins bursting. <laughs> <in his mouth. laughs> so then Cheyenne goes to the living room where everyone is and Cheyenne says that Patrick says that he effed Alex and that he's, <laughs> <laughs> and that he's cheating on Kyle and then... Cheyenne oh. uh, feels that there's a vendetta against him at this point. And again, I'm kind of like, well, what are the stakes here? Because if these relationships just come and go like the wind, who cares if Cheyenne slept with someone? You know, he couldn't say when he was here, but Cheyenne was like rolling his eyes and pretending to throw up when he was talking about the ex-boyfriend. Or the current, I guess. This current boyfriend in the show is just there no longer. So it's like, if these guys just come and go like seasons, like then who cares who's sleeping? What are the stakes? You know, these people are married. They don't have children. Yeah. This was a year ago. This was uh, filmed a year ago, right? About, yeah. Well, yeah. I'd say about like nine, ten months. Yeah. It was also interesting how Justin brought up like, guys, we are brothers. We took an oath. We don't expose each other. Yeah. And, and you said like, well, basically, yeah, did it's true. Oh, yeah. You know? all, all of their interview portions strung together just led to Cheyenne being guilty. Like, yeah, yeah. He was turning red. His veins were popping out. He looked so uncomfortable. His his like really nice brown eyes were like dilated mm-hmm. um, even more. And like I don't know. I just feel like if well, Justin, like wouldn't you want to know if like your significant other like cheated on you? I personally would. You know. I mean, granted, mm-hmm. like this is going to like come up on it's reality television. It's right. being filmed. It's going to come up like a year later. So yeah, I don't know. Well, uh, Patrick throws Brandon right under the bus by saying what they talked about and saying like, oh, you know, Brandon, you told me how he stays out late and he'll come in the next morning and, you know, he's out and we don't know what he's doing. Like, you raised that suspicion with me. And that really was lousy to do because even Brandon was upset. He's like, I told you that in confidence, but it's it's clearly clear that all these guys are sitting on something, mm-hmm. you know, something's yeah. going on in the house. The roommate code. Yes, that's that's what Justin mentioned. As you mentioned, Ollie, the, the code or the oath. Um, so, yes, yeah, so Kyle and Cheyenne then go into the bedroom in a closed door conversation, which is always the stupidest. You, everyone knows that you're in there with the mic packs on. Mm-hmm. It's like reality TV 101, you know? I know, but they're, well, most of them are, at least those guys, I'm assuming, are new to it. So maybe mm-hmm. they didn't notice. Because even, I'm, I'm going to take it to Real Housewives again, but you remember like when Luann was caught for sleeping with the pirate? Like she didn't know her mic pack was on and she's a, <laughs> a vet at this point. So it's like it can happen it when happen you're in the moment. It can happen to Phaedra, yeah. Especially it, with oh. alcohol put into the mix. 
but it wasn't. Long I guess enough. in the fit of rage, you just be like, "We gotta have this conversation now." I guess I'm. All, I don't know. I just think you gotta be aware of these things. But I guess there's a lot going on. It's easy to forget these things, and it happens all the time. Like you said, I get it, but I don't know. Yeah. So they have this conversation where Cheyenne says that, "Oh, I can't have any friends now. <laughs> I can't make friends while I'm here." It's the biggest cheater line there he is. He was grasping at straws. Just yeah. Yeah. He's, he's like, well, to... "Let me call Alex and let me have him tell you." He's like, "Oh, so you have his number, do you?" It's like the worst one thing after the next. You know? <laughs> Yeah, so what do we think? Do we think that Cheyenne was unfaithful, or is this all a misunderstanding? Um, yeah, he was unfaithful. And I know that he knows I'm unfaithful. <laughs> I wish we could have played that song. Oh, yeah. Such a good song. This is in no way me judging at all, mm-hmm. um, but 100%. Yeah. <laughs> based, based on what we were you shown. Know, I was thinking, I was like, maybe they just played around, wink, wink, and maybe they didn't go all the way. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, wait a minute, like, when you're like but, yeah. drunk, well, how do you define cheating? Well, exactly. That's what I'm saying, and that's why maybe like, I feel like he, he remember, said, you know, yeah, exactly. But that's how exactly how you define cheating. When it comes to Shane, he could be like, well, we didn't have full on penetration, and yeah. sex, so I didn't cheat on you. But someone could view maybe another way of having hooking up, mm-hmm. being that as unfaithful. So it's like that's the whole thing. Like, what is that considered? Yeah, and I I, I would like to think. That it was just like maybe just played around and, and also, how define it, but how do you define it? Also, based on the show too, it looked like they were together such a little time that what were their their boundaries? Because I get what you're saying, like That's the one the point, one yeah. could have said, "Wait, you're definitely not allowed to have someone else, you know, chilling in the bed, whether you did something or not." Like that's mm-hmm. a boundary that's no good. Yeah, but they right. barely got together to even know. They did say that they were in the bed or the bedroom locked for six hours. I think they said that oh. because other people would be. I mean. Unfortunately, other people would be cool with, you know, oh, yeah, you could lay up in the bed, no problem. Like, I yeah. I'm not a big fan of that, but people are okay with that. Yeah. yeah. And right. but, yeah, I mean, I want to give them a cut, but also when you're really drunk, like, how do you hold yourself back from certain things? You know what I mean? You're not, like, all in your head about, oh, well, if I, cross this, if I cross this line, then I'm cheating. Like, yeah, so yeah, I think uh, it doesn't look good for you, Shane. You, the, the, public, the public opinion is guilty. Yeah, I mean, like like we said, there are a million things that could have happened if we want to mm-hmm. give him the benefit of the doubt. Who knows? Maybe every night when he stumbles in drunk, he locks his door. That's just what he does. So maybe he was just doing what he always does, and he happened to come, and he was like, oh, let's just pass out on the bed. You know, yeah. like, we, there are a million things we could say yeah. to give him the benefit of the doubt, but all And I, I will say again, these are things we're told, not shown, mm-hmm. you know? We're just being told all this, these plot points yeah. constantly. We're not really seeing anything play out. But I was also disappointed because they kind of, like, the next morning, like, everything was, like, resolved. And I really wanted to see, like, what was their conversation, you know, off screen uh, between Kyle and Cheyenne. Right. How did they resolve that issue? Because they were buddy-buddy fine, totally, like, coupley in the next the next so morning. So true. I so. wanted to see the follow-up from that. And I'm sorry, if there was ever a time to use the, the yeah. overhead cam footage, it would have been for that night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and they had some weird intercut between them, ta- the Cheyenne and Kyle talking, and then conversation in the living room, and they had the subtitles up, which was so confusing. Did you catch that? They were yeah, like, I, like an overlap. Because I was like, wait, who's? Ta- I didn't know if we yeah. were. Yeah, and that, that was, was very confusing. If, if we're supposed to follow the narrative that we've got from these story producers, that moment of Kyle and Cheyenne was like the pinnacle, the big moment yeah. of the season. And it's... So, just dropped yeah, off. Yeah, if that's if the whole thing was about the feud that originated in the early episodes between Cheyenne and Patrick and the buildup of this vendetta and the back and forth and the tit for tat, and then he outed him to his boyfriend. Let's see the fallout. Mm-hmm. But 
Who knows? <laughs> we never will never know what <laughs> we'll really happened. Um, so yeah, the next day, Patrick apologizes to the group. He apologizes to the group, but not to Cheyenne, which uh, is like such an fu. But that's cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, whatever. And um, then he's like, really, he got like he puts on that little smile, and he's like, I really want to fix things with you, Cheyenne, which is like really rubbing it in. You know what I mean? Because like it's the next day, and it's the end of the thing. They're not, they're not gonna fix anything. Uh, and then, um, so what am I writing here? So yeah, so they wanted to make everything nice and just just uh, yeah, Dorinda, <laughs> I made it nice. <laughs> so yeah, they just wanted. I don't know. I forget what this, this note is supposed to be, but yeah, I feel like they wanted to like wrap everything up, so it was a little manipulated. I don't know. Um, and then Kasan <laughs> is in a romp him going to the the Betty Who concert. This is just like random notes. Yeah! And they go to the concert! <laughs> she looks so amazing. I love the colors in this video. I wanted to see her when she was in LA so bad. Wait, recently? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at the colors in this. I saw her for Pride 2014. Does she do the bowl? Does she do the Hollywood bowl? I don't, I don't know if she's done like, that. I feel like she'd be, like, primed for the bowl. Is her tour still going on? We're, like, just all about that here know. now. I it's fun. I think she's about to go back out. Yeah. She should do LA Pride well, this year. Do it again, I know, girl. Yeah. I know, why not? The lineup doesn't look that good. Anyways. <laughs> so, the, so everybody danced and enjoyed themselves. Kassan was not dancing, which was odd. I was. I wanted to see him do his thing. I know. Yeah, Whoa. this would have been a really good time for him to shine. Yeah, You're yeah. a dancer. I want to see him dance. I mean, right. we can look up on YouTube. Yeah. Right? But I want to see him on the show dance. Yeah. Like, do and, what you're... Do you, choreographed yeah. it. And if you missed it, there was one last hookup at this concert. Ugh. With Brandon going <laughs> after our buddy Chris. <laughs> were we all? I I would just speak for everyone that I we were really jealous. I was really <laughs> jealous. I'm such a hater. I'm sorry, Brandon. Because <laughs> you sleep with all my boyfriends and it's not okay. That's true. And poor Jalen, he didn't even get to go to the show. Oh yeah. What happened to Jalen? I followed him on Twitter because I was curious to see what he had to say. He was just like laughing about it like you know, nothing really nothing, not was, much you know, not much but um interesting nonetheless so the show ends and everyone's happy and that's it uh, yeah i love how I, <laughs> they're at the con- and happy. we said that too i said nothing's even going to happen with this conversation then they're going to put the betty who concert at the end and everyone's just going to be fine <laughs> yeah. and then she, i think it was voiceover when they showed them cheyenne's like you know like we go to the show and like everything whatever I had with anyone it was just instantly kind of lifted or whatever yep. he said and I was just like you know what this- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Betty who has the power to diffuse she any really issue does. So, that's what I it comes down so. to but again like, the stakes of the show like we're, we're, this is the content we're given to have to care about and then when at the end it's like yeah now nah, we're good we're done goodbye it's like, mm-hmm. what do you make us watch all this for? Like, you know, yeah. we followed, we were invested in the little that we received. You know what I mean? But we were invested in the show, mm-hmm. I think. So, <laughs> this one being shady as I F. just wonder. <laughs> shady. This, this one. You're the shadiest, and I'm totally uh, here for it, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. It's my cross to bear in life. Thoughts on a season two, guys? <laughs> Obviously, no. You know, I think it was nice that they all did get to bond. And I was thinking, I was like, these guys should all do this, like, another summer, like a, reun- a reunion. Mm-hmm. doesn't need to be televised. But just, like, they're just getting together and, like, hey, remember we did this show and yeah. it was a wild experience. Like, I don't know. I think maybe, that they should bind, bond. An idea. Maybe they do something like same cast, I guess. Maybe spice in one or two new people and then do, like, a Palm Springs white party thing instead. Yeah, oh, go to yeah. Palm Springs. What a, what get the off thing, the island. One of the things that made it hard about this season was that they were always, like, coming for the weekend and then going back, which is actually what 
it happens. But mm-hmm. for a reality right. show, I think they should have done like the more of the Jersey Shore, have them cooped up in the yeah. house for two weeks. That's yeah. it, and that's exactly what I wanted. Like in my head, that's what I wanted from the show. I wanted a gay version of the Jersey Shore. <laughs> yeah. I really yeah, did. I think, I think they did a porn for that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> sure. They need to have... Not that I would know. Yeah. Anyways. They, they need to have more people. Like, if they want to bring back all these people, all these, like, original cast members, then they're going to have to supplement with three yeah. new additions. They need to spice it up. Yeah. Maybe no, but you're, yeah. you're right. If they subbed in a few other people, that's what, again, that's what they do on The Housewives, you know? Yeah. Bring in Chris... Yeah, Maybe exactly. Chris kick is someone great, else out. I yeah. won't yeah. say names. Take your pick. <laughs> Chris, Chris is based in West Hollywood, so he could do the Palm Springs version of this. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've have you have you seen any shows set in Palm Springs? They go there a lot on trips. Yeah, yeah. Do. No, I've seen it on trips and. You know? Yeah, but nothing's oh, yeah. set there, I don't think. And I feel like it would be really cheap for them, too, because while they wouldn't have a lot of spots to go, like they could go out in the city, there's not that much to do. But if they can get a really nice house, there's your budget, and you just do everything at this gorgeous house, and you make sure it's large enough and has you know a hot tub over here mm-hmm. and a grotto, and you you know you make sure it's really nice so you can shoot different scenes. How, how close in prox- uh, proximity is like Coachella and the White Party? Because maybe you could do something that builds that like month or whatever yeah yeah it's not that far right and I, get a better I, cast I no as idea. we said i know people that stay in palm springs to go yeah. to coachella so it's it's doable mm-hmm. it's pretty close yeah it's near indio and all of that yeah. so it's yeah. indio it's in that the valley area of that place but yeah i've only been to palm springs once kids and i've never been to coachella I'm from or there, white so. party i don't know if you could you imagine me at white party <laughs> i do love palm springs i'm good with coachella <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> no coachella hard pass oh. totally i camped this year it was insane and but i saw gaga so it was all good oh that's good actually well, yeah, but i died i still died set. like camping yeah. mm. the heat yeah. Well, I'll, let me give a shout out on the show to uh, to Billboard magazine for the letters they're having these their artists sign. Um, did you catch that? The letters that they're for the for Pride Month, the no. artists are writing letters, handwritten letters to their LGBTQ fans. And Britney wrote a really nice letter, and she was like, "All Who about did? Like Britney Spears." Oh, and she was like, "Hi, you know, it's just like I have a secret. She's like, it's you guys that you know keep me going and like make me feel like I can express myself, and you've accepted me so much." So. Once again, making Britney the true Holy Spirit. Guys, we're, we're part of that. <laughs> Aww. Signing off. I mean, it's just just giving her the the just the appreciation. Just had to bring it up. And thank you to uh, to Mike Bowman who was in our chat tonight. Oh, yes. He said the only one, the only thing I have to ask: Why was Patrick carrying a pie around at the end? <laughs> I know. At least throw it in someone's face. Oh, a pie. That's true. I thought it was gonna be thrown. He had the whipped cream in his like speedo in the holster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. I caught that. I don't know what that is. I think maybe he was just celebrating getting out of that house. <laughs> and in response to my Rena comparison, he said, at least Patrick didn't ask if anyone was doing cocaine in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Well, we thank you for following us and listening to the show, whether it be on iTunes, YouTube, or anywhere in between. What do you guys want to promote? What's next for you guys? Just stay tuned, guys. You can follow me <laughs> at uh, Jesse J. D'Angelo, and anything I will have to say, you'll find it there. <laughs> That's so bittersweet. I had such a good time hosting with you guys. Um, you can follow me on all social media platforms at Ollie Dreamer, and it's bittersweet that we're ending like on Pride Month. Yes. Yeah. I know. Oh, they should have timed all this. Better. I know. What a time, <laughs> Just a poorly timed <laughs> scheduled show. You guys can find me on Twitter at It's Grants Rants, and on my podcast, Grants Rants, Hollywood Talk, and uh, I'll be subbing in on Potomac Housewives if you're interested, and I'll be... <laughs> No one is, and I'll be helming. Oh, no, and I'll be helming uh, Real Housewives of Orange County. You're that crazy. That's the one of the best seasons. Giselle, Gis- Giselle Bryant is Giselle. By far. I do. I will give it to Giselle. And the Grand Dame, what's her name? Oh, uh, I love Karen. Her. 
But Giselle, Bananas, Giselle is submitting an audition tape to Atlanta Housewives. Please. No, 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 She's no. Got nothing. You, I'll, I'll, She's got zero. You're crazy. I'll be here for the Real Housewives of Orange County. <laughs> you guys keep up with us on all these platforms. Thank you so much for checking us out. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later, Fire Island. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.